got an AR hammer in his. Hey, we're back. I have five rifles on the couch behind me. Peak performance. Peak performance. So we How have many this... of those are mid? <laughs> A lot of them, probably. Actually, these are my nice ones. You have five well, nice rifles. Ah, uh, wow! Look at that fancy. I have zero. I have I have no nice rifles. You guys actually own guns. If you no. wild, if you don't shoot, like I don't shoot. If you don't shoot, it doesn't matter. You can call your rifle uh, whatever you want. Just as good if he's just sitting on the couch. What's mm -hmm. gonna do? Nobody. Surefire is offering FDE war comps now, so you can you can put an FDE war comp on your build, and it'll match all the FDE parts on your gun. And then you can put your RC3 on it for $1,800. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. Crazy. I, before they're even released, someone was like, wow, 1800 That's a little pricey for that. And people are like, oh, you're poor. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even, you're dick riding this suppressor. It's not even out yet. You're already dick riding it. And oh, then, hey, that, crazy. And then I watched people, when I watched it drop, and I saw some friends like, oh, yeah, fuck that. It's $1,800. I don't want it. That, and I'm like, that. that that is the conversation we're going into. Now let's go oh. ahead and uh, do a do an welcome. intro. Welcome yeah. to the Clone Incorrect podcast. We are back for another Ping Rants episode. Tonight's episode is what is mid. Uh, due to the recent events I've seen in mid tier snobs on Facebook, yes, I will give them credit as much as I don't want to. We are going to discuss what is and what is not mid. And tonight we have. What's your transfer? Hello. We have five forges. No, you know. Yes, we do. Uh, we have. We have Streamlight. Uh, we have Harambe. He's giving us the silent gorilla treatment. Uh, yeah, we're giving uh, the silent gorilla treatment from Harambe, and we have the ever elusive five five six. Got to go fast. How are you yeah, feeling recently, after your, uh, after getting, uh, you know, monkeypox? You feeling better? Five, five, six. This is going to lead this... into a gay joke. I'm just going to leave again for two months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I mean, I, I was just wondering how your recovery was going. His, his treatments take a while and it takes all his energy away from him. It, it's like, it's like rabies. It takes a series of shots. I heard, it I takes heard the a treatment. lot out of him. <laughs> See, I heard the After, people um, were all like kind of giving him shit for a monkey biting him. Like this is kind of weird. I don't know what what's what's the implication here. Okay. Um, so on that my, note, after my social media hiatus, I did post the picture of the mental health institute uh, patient escaping, uh, <laughs> noting my return. Yep, gotta let him know. So this mid tier funny. thing thing. This mid-tier so, thing. We're, we're, let's keep it to rifles for now. We, we'll move into pistols later. But boys, what is mid? My uh, opinion on good, mid is... But not fancy. Like, it's functional and reliable, but not... Maybe lacking some features. That I are would like extra. probably say... If we're going on a manufacturer name list, it'd be somewhere between Arrow and Daniel Defense, and that range is mid. I so would say uh, I have a, more I have tangible. A, oh. I have a strong opinion on what is mid, and that's kind of what brings us here tonight. 
in in my book, mid is a mil spec TDP spec rifle. Uh, I was gonna say for people who may not be aware, it's uh, barilla pasta. Or bar barilla pasta. How the fuck do the Italians say it? Our our token Italian isn't here to let me know. I know I'm sad. <laughs> um, along with using uh canned canned uh, tomato sauce. Oh, that's just a sin. Uh, for for your pastas. Uh, it's... that's that's the Italian input. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Like it's 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 one of those things. I think a lot of people like to overestimate what they actually have, right? Agree. Like it's it's so that conversation is so convoluted. It's so weird dude, because at the end of the day, the best arrival can be is completely perfectly in spec on every single part, right? Yeah, if, I mean, it's, it's, uh, if it's perfectly in spec and it has a good uh, trigger that you can still use to shoot accurate groups with it, that's about all you can ask at it. I, I agree. And we'll get into some other things later. I've got a way I want to drive this conversation. We'll see if I successfully do that or the autism takes over. Um, but <laughs> I, I firmly do believe that a mil-spec TDP, like, in spec rifle is mid. So when I say that, I'm talking Colt. I'm talking FN. I'm talking, you know, LMT Defender series would be mid. Um, I'm not talking about get hurt. Oh, a lot of feelings will get hurt. But I'm also not talking LMT MWSs. I'm not talking HKs. I'm not talking CACs. I would actually put Radian, uh, the Radian Ambi stuff, I would put it above mid slightly. Not much. They got some QC issues. And we can talk about the QC issues. And we can also talk about how you don't need Ambi controls on your freaking AR. Uh, It's pretty lefty friendly as it sits. But but let's go. Let's let's dive into this. Let's, uh, Let's drive this conversation here and see where it takes us. I mean, I think the thing is, like, it's mid is not necessarily a bad thing. No, mid mid is not a bad thing. And that that's immediately like that's the connotation that we give about it is that mid is a bad thing. But like, like most most people are mid. Most people are mid. Mid mid is not a it's it's not like mid is not bad. Mid is. Mid is where I think that my whole personality is based off a mid flashlight. No, your whole personality is based on a low tier flashlight. That's that's another one. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, everybody says streetlights are low tier, but (laughs) they are they are peak mid because there's stuff that's better, and there's stuff that's worse. That's just me ribbing you. Streamlight is mid. <laughs> See, you, you can't. No, no, no. I wouldn't I'll, get angry I'll, about a streamlight on an MP7. I no, I would not. Uh, there's a certain person that, whose name I will not mention because I hate this YouTuber uh, that oh, put yeah, an O light on an MP7. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's, so you see those, it's like those pictures people post. And I mean, uh, it'll be like a Nighthawk custom, you know, 2011, whatever. They'll have like a fucking O-light on it. I'm like, you couldn't well, yeah. have done worse. They blew like, their whole budget on the gun. And then they didn't worry about the accessories, which is another thing where this conversation can take us when what is mid and you know how, yeah, you might've bought something high tier. Like let's say you bought a, a CAC SR 15 and then you put a hollow sun and a no light on it because you blew your whole budget on the gun. And that's kind of where, kind of where I'm looking to take this is mid is not bad because if you budget yourself out correctly to a mid rifle, say let's let's say you buy a BCM, that's as mid as mid gets. Yeah, and you buy a nice BCM, and you outfit it with something like a Streamlight or a Surefire, and then you put something like an Aimpoint, you know, RDS Duty or, or something. Or or one of the EOTech non-night vision models. That's solidly mid, but that rifle will also s- serve you better than, say, an Anderson or a, a PSA. Now, I can't speak on the new PSA Sabre series. I don't have hands-on yet. I plan on doing hands-on with one of those. Uh, uh, maybe there's some promise there. I don't know though because with their I know with the the Saber AR10s there have been issues. Uh M110 SAS actual uh had his go full auto on him. It's a uh, it's not broken. That's just a you're feature. Saying, you're you're but nobody saying wants that to like it's a problem. <laughs> I was going to say that's Have not you a seen problem. the prices of 308 ammo? <laughs> well, he was dumping 65 Creedmoor so it's even worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> buy 10 bucks. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's it's not a bad thing, but like it's where you should you should expect someone who's budgeting their money appropriately to land to be at. Yeah, no, like, it, if they're budgeting their money appropriately, and also for maybe the intended purpose. So, like, if we're gonna put it in the category of like AR tens, like arrow AR tens are mid; they're very mid. Yeah. They are, and so so is the six seven sixteen nine. But that is a thing. very it's, mid rifle. Like, I have a buddy who just recently purchased uh, an M5, and his entire point on the idea was that, like, he wants a rifle that he can just set up uh, for shooting pigs, and that he can put a thermal on it, and he's got a 308 with a thermal for pig hunting, and that's all he really cares about it to be. For and we purpose, can go in. Like, that's perfectly that's, fine. There's nothing wrong with fine. that gun. And, like, it's probably, is it probably that, like, at a similar level to something like, you know, maybe an SR25 or an HK47, uh, 417. No, no, it's not. No. But does it need to be? No. No. Right? Like, I would say the right? lowest, the lowest you can get in mid is basically something that's not going to kill you or blow up in your hands or catch on fire randomly. So the, the lowest that you can get in mid, in my opinion, is a home-built gun that is built with affordable but not out-of-spec parts and is built correctly, i.e. everything's to spec, all the torque specs are met, the aeroshell is used, 
the castle nut is staked because if you're not ca- staking your castle nut, you're a fucking heathen and fix yourself. And it runs. I mean, this this what is mid conversation takes us into potentially into another thing where is people get obsessed with tuning ARs and they judge oh, like min- the, the min maxers. Can I can I interrupt the, real quick? Yeah. Uh, I'm like six stages behind, but I wanted to throw in a point when we were talking about people who either spend way too much on the rifle and put, you know, cheap components like lights and optics. But what about the people that buy like Bear Creek Arsenal and then put a ACOG and like mod light straight to hell? <laughs> I've oh, never seen anyone you're talking do that. like the opposite end of the bell curve here. Yes, because those people also exist. Your for they do exist, and your force multipliers are not as important as the base gun itself. And I think we can all agree on that. What you put on the gun is not as important hmm. as the gun itself, because if the gun itself agree doesn't that. fucking work, it doesn't yeah. matter what you put on it. You're you're a thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar Trigicon, you know, you know, three to nine or whatever means nothing when your so, gun doesn't work. Thought experiment. Would you rather have a BCM with one of those open emitter hollow suns on it, or <laughs> a PSA <laughs> and a T two? I would rather have the BCM. I'm with Ping. Yeah, I'm with Ping on this one. But does it have iron sights, bro? Backup iron sights. That's Red a different iron canted iron sights. Oh, ooh, canted irons with my hollow sun red dot. Okay, yep, we're mm. going on today. That I'm gonna be right up front with you. I'd rather run a BCM with no optic and no irons than an an Anderson with a knife force. It's like, an, you know, if your, your gun is an investment to yourself because you're going to enjoy it for a long time. It's like, why the fuck would you want the gun that you can't be sure it would even make it? Well, and that's the other thing is there's a lot of people out there that try to think they're going to throw together a rifle with a box of parts and think they have something that works and they they don't know what they and they, build. Don't. they, they it, don't try it. They don't know what it does. They haven't figured out how to make the thing work the way it needs to. Kind of any, wanna... Anyone who's been to a carbine class and has watched someone's gun go down on the line, you know what I'm talking about. Like you've seen. Well, this. there's and that. Like, like I, I'll be flatly honest. You can home build a gun to the best parts you can buy. Let's say that you buy the highest dollar parts that you can buy and you home build a gun and you claim that it's the best. But you sat on your living room floor and took it to German torque specs of good and tight. <laughs> and oh, just, say my, just just tell it tell everyone it's me this time. I've done it. I'm guilty. Yeah, I, I've I done that. That's how, <laughs> that's how I built my A1. <laughs> so, my I, I, full disclosure here, the, one of the things that spurred this conversation for me is back in 2012, 
when the Sandy Hook panic was going on and I was still in the Air Force and decided I needed an AR-15 because they were going to ban And it looked, at the time, it looked likely that was going to happen. I bought a Model 1 sales 16-inch H-bar kit. That was my first AR. And I built it on my living room floor while I was at home on leave for Christmas. I did not use a torque wrench. The gun was just thrown together. In the original lower I had on that gun, because the only lower I could find at the time was a first-gen ATI Omni like polymer lower. <laughs> Blow up and with that lower. I'm getting there. Close. Oh, sorry. My bad. Um, so I get the gun together and I bought thousand round case of XM193. Back in the good old days when you could buy a case of XM193 for like 200 bucks. <laughs> and um, so I bought a case of ammo and I was home on the farm and I took it down to the range we had on the farm. Um, and I remember distinctly I was using Troy Battle Mags. And it's got a first gen Vortex Strike Fire you know, aim point knockoff on it. And I got through 120 rounds and the lower broke and gave me a face full of buffer spring and buffer. It snapped at the rear takedown pit. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen you have the picture of this thing when it broke, right? I think I've seen I, that. I do somewhere. I'll have to dig it up and see if I can find it for when we release this episode. Immediately the next day, I went to my local gun shop and uh, at the time, uh, which was Ohio Valley Trading and Outdoors. They're, God rest their soul, they're out of business now. Um, and they had a Seekins Precision forged lower on the wall. It's the only one they had. I'm 19 years old. And my grandmother, bless her heart, was like, you need something better. And she's like, I'm going to buy you this lower to fix your gun with. And then she gifted it to me, completely legal under Ohio laws. And I rebuilt the gun with the Seekins lower. To this day, that gun has 7,500 rounds through it. And the only failures I've had since I put the Seekins lower on it were magazine-related from the Troy Battle Mag. And the Vortex Strike Fire Gen 1 still has the original battery in it that I got got it with from Midway USA. <laughs> also, on top of that, a lower really shouldn't break. That's not... No. Yeah. Well, this was the but, polymer lower. Yeah, no, yeah, that's break. what I'm saying. Like, uh, polymer lowers are shit in, like, the ATM. I was done. lower. Holy don't fuck. buy a polymer lower. Listening, if you buy one, expect it to explode. The only time that I will okay a polymer lower is if it's on a dedicated 22. But even even then, why? Money. Uh, I guess there's, I... there's no reason. <laughs> Money. Money. 
money. They're cheap. They are cheap. And this, well, you, that, that, yeah, but I mean, you, you now, can leave now you can get like a PS3 lower. Stuff. You're doing like a 22, whatever. Buy a PSA, Anderson lower. Fine. <laughs> Way cheaper and not going to break. Um, and, and it, I mean, some people do chase that lightweight thing and there's, there's an obsession with weight, min maxers. There, there, there is an obsession with min max in the AR community. And we've seen things like that all magnesium gun. I don't remember the company, but like the rail, the upper, the lower mm-hmm. magnesium, but like if it works. Gets, if flame that thing catches on fire, it's going to be a problem. I was going to say you're fucked if it ever catches fire, but uh, like it works. <laughs> Someone needs to do that. Just put enough rounds full auto through a magnesium <laughs> rifle that it catches fire. JR Rack Veteran 8880. The best idea with one of those magnesium lowers is you can take your ferro rod to the lower, scrape off a couple shavings, and use it to start fire. The ultimate survivalist rifle. No, no, this... he's got a point. Let him cook. <laughs> like, well, give me the fucking magnesium lower back so and I can start the fire, you asshole. asshole. Keep it keep it in your A2 stock, a little cubby. Keep your uh striker rod. <laughs> keep your just keep rod. Using, they're like, then, using on, like the on. package of a knife and scraping a magnesium off the bag well and then just like <laughs> Hold on. You said keep it in your A2 box. The M M&M M pouch. Yeah, well, where are you going to put the M and M's if you got your freaking? There should be room. In there? Oh, you're just your put, you're just putting a ferro rod in there. You got you got room for your packing M and M's. I guess yeah, you could always that, get that one of the V five ones, and you could keep M and M's on the left and your striker rod on the right. That could work. Like well, well, are we talking a sawed what kind of monster are you that you're eating cold M&M's so you don't warm yeah, them up? Yeah, you know what? No. <laughs> you gotta get, let's talk about how unrealistic M&M's is in a gun. They'd melt. You'd have to get a better candy for that. No, Maybe they, gummy, they gummy only shark? melt your mouth. They only melt your mouth. That's not true. You've obviously... They also uh, melt in a hot car. I can confirm. You, you, live, oh, you live way too far I, north to be talking about melting candy. No, I, ju- I just watched I just watched the Steve MRE thing and he had like Desert stable MRE M Ms that were out of a '90s era MRE that he ate. <laughs> oh God! Do those, those you... actually count as food or edible? <laughs> I got to bring Steve MRE into this at some point because bless that man for eating the shit that he does. <laughs> Remember, he ate the Chinese the one and did content for like eight months. <laughs> we, we all thought he died. <laughs> <laughs> That one fucked him up more than the Civil War hard tech. <laughs> say this, this this man has ate a World War One ration like straight up and then posted the next oh, week. This mother that. this motherfucker eats a Chinese ration he's gone for nine months. You wanna know Holy I know shit. I'm not worried about any sort of war with China. They their MREs kill their fucking soldiers. <laughs> Sir, we took a fifty percent casualty rate. Like from from what? Like war? Like suicide? No, we we gave died. The U.S. armored division is like moving through an area in China, and like, why are all these Chinese dead with their pants down? 
gosh. Well, here, who's who's winning in a fight? Russia that sells all their MREs, or uh, China Sorry. with MREs that kill their soldiers? Like, who dies faster, the person who gets sick or the person who starves? I'm going to say the person that starved. Two in the green text of the guy who got two cases of MREs his first week of college and he ate like three a day. Oh Oh my goodness. Why would you do that? No, yeah, he ate three a day for a week straight. Fuck that. Did he survive? Uh, He used an enema and he like, he shit all over the floor of the bathroom (laughs) in his lecture hall. Dude, real talk, like in basic, Verambe, if he wants to talk about it, can talk about it too. He's been through yes. something similar. We do beast training, which was like basic expeditionary skills. And they give you two MREs a day, and I did not shit the entire fucking week. <laughs> I don't think I did either, truthfully. They give... <laughs> I got a story about that, actually, man. So... <laughs> Did you uh, make a beast baby? I, I, I love I love how this is the conversation topic we got on from mid ARs. Uh, just continue. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let it happen. We'll get back to mid ARs. I, I mid love what we got here. Food. Yeah, now we're talking about mid. Yeah, very low grade food. Continue around me. Okay, so when we were there, you know, they gave you generic whatever garbage, but they also had fruit, right? Like every once in a while, they give yeah. you a piece of fruit. Dude, I remember one time I rolled through the. I rolled through, got my food, and like I got selected that freaking clean up the the area. So afterwards, oh, you got KP duty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Um, so like I'm cleaning it up, and at the end, the instructors are like, "Yeah, if there's a, you know that the fruit that's left, y'all can have it." Dude, I have never like grown <laughs> eyes in the back of my head while eating fruit in my life because I was like this is a trap but I need that fruit like, so like I'm so, just scarfing down an orange expecting some instructor to pop up and freaking roast me but it never happened so those of you so for those of you in here that don't know the Air Force during basic training does a thing called basic expeditionary drills Ugh, I can't talk basic expeditionary skills training it is one week where you live in a deployed environment. You do, like, patrols and all that kind of stuff you're supposed to do as a military member. And so during this week, you get two MREs of A, and you get one hot meal. And I have a, I have a story very similar to Harambe here, where I got picked for KP duty during that week. and. The old ladies that work the chow hall at San, at, at San Antonio during Beast Week are the nicest ladies you will ever meet in your life. They are just the most wonderful people ever. And so while we're cleaning up the chow hall after a hot one night, they're like, hey, we got a bunch of leftover desserts. If you want them, you can have them. And like my entire squadron is like, this is a fucking trap. But that pecan pie sounds fucking amazing right now. So we're sitting in there chowing down on pecan pie, and, like, the 12 of us are, like, it's like you take a bite, and you're, like, looking around, looking over your shoulders, and you're like, I'm about to get fucking wolf-pitted right now. Like, the fucking instructors are going to come out of nowhere, and I'm going to die. 
we're just sitting here eating this pecan pie and we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I haven't had this in months. And I'm like, this is great. And you're like, I'm going to die. Like, oh, oh, oh shit, I'm going to die. And obviously nothing happens because it's, it's its own thing. And the, your, your drill sergeants that week are dressing up as Hajis and like pretending to attack you and all that shit, which I have a funny story that comes out of that on its own. Um, I got one story that I got before I forget it. Robot say what? Yes. So, Beep, bop, <laughs> so one of the things that we had to do over there, I'm not sure you have to. Whenever uh, the uh, oh my god, oh god, <laughs> Skynet's okay. <laughs> you, you are like. Glitching hard there, bud. While while I'm he fixes this, the... what? I have a pretty funny while, one. While he fixes, is this better? Yeah. Wait, wait your line. Okay. All right. Sorry, but I don't know. Like, if it's any. Anyway. Oh, but things made. You're back. To, you're back to the way you were. You're back to robot. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Okay. So so while he fixes why he fixes his audio, I'll tell mine. So they uh. We have our defensive fighting positions. We're doing all this, and we're told, like, you know, the instructors are going to dress up as hajis, and they're going to attack you, and you have to do X, Y, and Z. You have to follow, like, proper procedure and all this. Um, so my my instructor for my flight is in, like, full haji garb with a face wrap, a fake... Uh, he didn't have a fake AK this time, so I couldn't shoot him. Um, and he starts approaching the, the, the DFP. And so I start going through the thing, like, halt, stay where you are. And I've got this Olympic arms trainer rifle. Uh, it's an M16A2 with blue furniture. Uh, and I've got my, uh, my D cell like flashlight, like tape to it as a weapon light. And we call them Blackland lasers. And, uh, so I had my D-cell, like, taped to it. And I'm like, halt, stay where you are, da-da-da-da-da. And he keeps approaching the, the DFP. So I get up, and I start going through the procedure where you, like, back out of the DFP. And, like, you start to start to approach the the unresponsive person. And uh, the, the correct way to handle this was a butt stroke with the buttstock of an M16A2. And we were supposed to just pretend... That we, you know, butt stroke the person in the gut. And as I came forward out of the DFP, I slipped on the uh, the gravel sandy area of San Antonio dirt. And I full in just butt stroked the fuck out of my instructor <laughs> in the oh, stomach oh, with an died. M16. You died. <laughs> you died. <laughs> <laughs> all I heard was like it goes from Arabic because he's speaking like broken Arabic. It goes from Arabic to like straight English of trainee right, you're a fucking dead man. I'm gonna fucking kill you as he fucking is <laughs> holding his stomach walking away. <laughs> and I'm I get back in the DFP and I reverse my Olympic arms trainer rape on the sandbags. And my fucking wingman looks at me and goes, you know you're a dead man, right? And I said, I know I'm a fucking dead man. <laughs> so, uh, what was it? Uh, st- his name was Sergeant Spradley. Um, he went and grabbed a rock 
out out of the out of the fucking woods. And he came back and he beamed a fucking rock at my helmet as hard as he fucking could. And that fucking thing hit me in the helmet and I'm just laying in the dirt like Jesus Christ, what just happened? <laughs> and Sprad- Spradley yells out, that's a fucking grenade. You're all dead. <laughs> that's not nearly as cool as my story, so I'm glad that uh, my voice chat messed up. <laughs> it's just like, yep, yeah, I'm fucking dead as I'm sitting there dazed as fuck after getting hit with a rock. <laughs> You'll have that now that uh, now that your voice chat's fixed. I want to hear yours. Okay, so let me get it out real quick, and then I'm going to bounce. Uh, so when these when these individuals would approach the uh, the fighting position, you had to go do a you had to go do your uh, report after at the instructor table or whatever. I don't remember entirely. So <clears throat> this dude comes up. He's got an RPD. Remember that <laughs> RPD. So I go up there and I'm like giving my freaking five line report or nine freaking, line. And I'm they're like, what what weapon did he have? And I was like, oh, he had an RPD. And the the instructor's like, oh what? I was like, he had an RPD. You know. And I begin to describe it. And he's like, so he had an AK-47. I'm like, no, no, it's belt fed. <laughs> like. No, he did not. <laughs> He's like, no, he had an AK. I was like, I was like, no, he did not have an AK. They're like, you're wrong. Go back and do it again. So I go back over there. And I come back and I was like, he had an RPD. Like, <laughs> no, we had an AK-47. I was like, I was like, what did AK-47s uh, <laughs> feed from a completely entirely different system? I was like, I was like. I was like, that was not an AK-47. Like, <laughs> AK-47, assault rifle, RPD, machine gun. Machine gun. <laughs> Two different categories. And they're like, he was like, you're fucking stupid. Get out of here. I was like, all right, whatever. So so the, the, the first time I pulled uh, night security duty, because you'll remember this, you had to guard the tents at night. And so the first time I pulled night security duty, Classic. I'm like, man, it's dark as fuck out here. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there and I've got my Lacklin laser in one hand. I got my Olympic arms, a little fucking fake M16 in the other. And I'm like, man, how can I put these together? And I'm like, I, I, I like I'm trying to do things with one hand and, you know, hold the rifle with the other. And I'm like. Fuck this. And I went back into the tent. I told my wingman, I was like, stay here. I'm going back into the tent for a second. I came back out with a roll of the fucking, like, mil-spec green duct tape. <laughs> I just took my fucking Lacklin laser and duct taped it to my fucking trainer. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, nice. yes, this is peak performance right here. <laughs> and, uh, I remember the the beast cadre came through that night, and I lit him up with the with the rifle like in my shoulder with the flashlight on, and he's like, "Pause X." 
how are you doing that? And I was like, uh, uh, Sergeant so-and-so, uh, I taped my flashlight to the trainer oven. And he's like, you're not supposed to do that. And I want to yell at you, but that was smart as fuck. And I've never seen anybody do that before. So I'm going to let you get away with it. <laughs> so I, I was like the only guy in the camp for the whole time a beast that had his fucking flashlight duct taped to his fucking train. <laughs> Oh, good times. Doesn't it make you wish you were still in? Fuck no, I like my $4,000 a month. <laughs> anyway, uh... Coming back on topic. Rifles? Rifles are cool. Do we, do we want to talk well, about mid-rifles, or do we want to transition I to mid-pistols? I've just bought a Geisley Super Duty, so I feel like that might be towards the tier of mid, but... That's high mid, I think. Well, yeah. well let, let me. Let what me he's not you. telling you is he got the new blue anodized. Oh, hot! I get a hazy for that. <laughs> Mine's green. So he does just... it? Does it? Does it have the Geisley bolt in it though? Yes. Like, like their nano coat stuff in it. It's whatever the. It's whatever the like. Thanks. No way. REBC. Yeah, if it's I, got, I got the REBC it. I got like in it. Bucks like, off of it. It was it was sixteen hundred from twenty three hundred. Uh, during the like Count Blemula and like some Black Friday sale or something. Oh, so it's a blim. Okay, yeah, that's mid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You, you, you I'm went not going to pay full mid price for that. Blims, blims are automatically mid. Like, that is... <laughs> it's a blim for a reason. <laughs> Depends oh, on man. the blim. I have a ton of bolt carrier groups that are blims that I guess I'm, I'm mid now. <laughs> no, you know what, though? Like, I'll be honest. When it comes to BCGs, you shouldn't be buying a blim. The BCG is the heart of your rifle. That is the most arguably the most important part of your rifle and if you buy a blim bcg you're fucking up watch him pull Dude. one of his carriers out and it's just fucking banana shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 i'm being serious like that is the yeah. heart of the gun the bcg is the thing that will choke your rifle the fastest if it is out of spec and to buy a blim bcg is peak smooth brain activity and you can be mad at me for that but that is peak smooth brain and i've done hey, it man. and this is I how just, i know I this like because i bought a bought a i bought a blim arrow bcg and it has been the worst bcg i have ever had in my life this was many years ago i will say oh, that. it definitely depends on the blim too yeah, but you're buying a blim. They don't tell you what the blim is. And no. They do make it out that it's all cosmetic, but I'll, sometimes it's not. No, sometimes it's uh it's a spec that's off. Well, I mean or the, or the chrome lining is off or oh, the finish is like off. Like that one batch of Knights non-ambulors that were like 
fucking trash from a year or two. Yep. Yeah. But it was a blim, and everybody was like, oh, I got my blim nights lower, and it's wildly out of spec. Like, fuck. What? Skynet has decided that Forges is not allowed to talk oh. anymore. Oh. It transferred. <laughs> I don't know what he's trying to say. What? I can't he- We could hear you. Did I get the Skynet? Yeah, you get the Skynet yep. virus. Uh, that's this is Skynet nothing virus. new for you, I guess. Should be used to it by now, right? Yeah, I'll silence confirms that. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, holy crap. But yeah, no, like, Blim, you can get some good deals off, off of a Blim. Like, you, you can. Sometimes it's just a finish thing. Sometimes there's scratch in the anodizing. The color wasn't right. We we all know about the purple cults. Like, that's a thing. I did not but, know about this. Like, the what? Oh, yeah, no, that's a thing. Yeah, the, every once in a while, Colt would do a run of blim lowers that usually got sold through uh, Arms United that were blims. And they were like the anodizing wasn't black; it was purple. It's kind of like a dark purple, like a, um... a a very dark purple. But they would call it a blim. Everything else was in spec. It was a it was a mil spec lower to the T because Colt's yeah. the only one that Colt's the only. For those that don't know, Colt is the only commercial manufacturer of AR-15s that is allowed to use the military TDP to make commercial rifles because it's their design. Um, but every once in a while they would sell blim items, be it full rifles, be it, you know, lowers and the blim would be the anodizing and it was purple. And you'll, you'll see it sometimes on gray market stuff like CAC rails uh, perp cack rails are a a big thing. Like dudes will pay extra for a perp cack rail. Um, but all it is is the anodizing is fucked up and it's purple instead of black. I feel like this is kind of one of those this whole mid rifle conversation ends up just basically being the same thing that gets me so annoyed with a bunch of fuckers on all these Facebook groups is like, it's a bunch of guys bitching about stuff when they don't have anything else to like talk about. It is. It is. And at the end of the day, and you'll see dudes that will post and like mid tier snobs, mid tier snobs is probably the, one of the, the biggest offenders of this. And we'll get blowback for this episode when it airs from them, it'll end up in there and they'll be like, Oh no, God, they, new. They, they talked about, they talked about mid tier snobs. But there's dudes in mid-tier snobs that will post a, you know, a Knight's SR-15, like a factory non-blim Knight's, and go, this is mid. That is not a mid-rifle. You you are above mid at that point. You are in the top 1% of gun owner, and when you post that shit in mid-tier snobs and go, this is mid, you're just going, I have a tiny penis. And I can't get laid, 
and I'm posting this rifle here for validation. Like, yes, we know you have money and can buy a nice gun. We get it. Cool, man. It's We've all seen the knights. It's the same thing as like the the whole night vision goon squad doof like doofuses. It's the same thing. Day noodles. Day noodles. It's that whole thing. And like at the same time, like night vision's cool and like having nice rifles is cool. Like there's nothing wrong with like But not everybody can afford it. Like at the end of the day, man, like it's just a gun. Like it's the thing I always I've kind of become reminded of is shooting something cool and then realizing like, you know what? It's cool, but it's just a gun. You know? It does like, the same thing as well, as, long as, like, as long as the gun works, that's really all that matters. Like me personally, and everybody that follows my Instagram knows, I am a collector. Like when it comes to guns, I collect first. I have my no shit, really good, go to war, you know, they're not going to fail me rifles. And I'm happy with those. But I don't have night vision, I don't have pecs, I don't have any of that, like, extended stuff. I don't have thermals, don't have any of that, because I've reached Brother, a let me point tell you in about firearms. Demo gear. Yes, so that's hey, when, it's, when it's dark outside, I'm sleeping. That's a whole different conversation with Soma here. <laughs> God, God turned out the lights because he wants you to sleep. My brother in Christ, right? He tried to do things at night. But yeah, I've, had dudes, I've had dudes drag me, and I've had arguments with dudes. I've been flexed in material snobs before. What does that mean? And, well, it means uh, they don't have a life. The, it means they don't have a life, and they want to prove that their tiny penis is bigger than my tiny penis. I mean, I'd like to see him prove it smaller. Then I'd be impressed. But, like, <laughs> ever seen something this size? <laughs> so, like, and I, I'm not. I tell I'm you what, boys, about... it's not cold in here. It's a very chilly 85 <laughs> degrees, and this is the full length you get. So, I'm not. My my Instagram has changed. I was a fully while I was still in the military. I was fully anonymous. Didn't post my face. Didn't do any of that. Now that I'm out of the military, I'm in the job that I am now. I can post my face. I can do whatever I want. My boss does not care. And I get to be the rep for a Swiss firearms company. It's super cool. It's great. Um, that said, dudes will tr- like flex me occasionally. It doesn't happen very often because most of the time I won't give dudes the validation of it. Like I'm like, I'll go ahead and take my seven-day ban. Like, where I can't post or comment on anything, because I just don't care. But the, I remember the last flex I did. The the highest value rifle I put up was my 1903A4 Springfield Sniper Rifle. It's a veteran bring back. Like, a legit 1903A4. It's worth, like, five grand. And I just tossed that shit up. Like, at the beginning of the flex, too, the dude was like, let's start low to high. And I was like, I don't have fucking time for this. Beginning most this is like an ongoing. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the way flexes work is you're supposed to start from your lowest and go to your oh, highest. So, like, it's this super, like, dumb, drawn-out thing that takes hours on end where somebody's like, here's my high point. Well, here's my equivalent to that. And it goes on until you can't, like... 
you can't, you know, beat them anymore. So I was out on a date night with my wife. Um, and I was like, I don't have time for this. Here's my sp- most expensive rifle. If you can beat it, cool. I'll take my band. If not, I don't care. And I posted my 1903A4. I'm like, here's my 1903A4 sniper rifle. It's a veteran bring back. I have the paperwork with it. It's worth like five grand. Cool. If you can beat it with your night's armament with all your night vision multipliers on it and suppressor and all that, attaboy. I really don't fucking care. Here's the gun. Here's what I have. Here's the most expensive thing in my collection. Go off. And I got beat. The dude turned around and posted on nights with like a mall and all that shit on it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. It sounds really oh. stupid. And like, there it's, was a point. I had. It, it's just as stupid as it sounds, too. I'd paid attention to that part of the, the Facebook gun culture for a while. We talked about this with Buzz. Um, and I paid attention to this for a while, and I just got to the point where I got tired of it. Like, I, I'm the same way. I don't entertain it anymore. I don't like, care. It, I really don't care if you have a cool gun it, or a shake gun anymore. I really don't. You're going to argue your point about it, and I have no it, more time for it. I really don't. It, if somebody tries to flex me, I just, at this point, I don't care. I've got 105 guns in my collection. I've got a lot of cool fucking shit that nobody will ever get to put their fucking hands on because it's that kind of cool shit and I'm like look yeah it's not worth much but who else do you know that has a French resistance Moss 36 laying around in their collection I don't fucking care I've got some cool shit I like it I don't have night vision I like decided that cool night vision is cool I have nowhere to use night vision there's always mom's basement well, what am I going to do? Watch myself take a piss in my new house with night vision on? I believe that is what most people do. I think that's and actually my- what they would call the point. So, this like, gooning I've heard so much about. I think well, we actually, if I, if, I, if, I, if I remember correctly, goon has a different meaning to it. Goon, if I remember correctly, is an acronym. Um, for the guys that have a single PVS fourteen, and it stands for "Got Only One Nod." <laughs> uh, for the more for our more degenerate users, uh, no, no, we're not going there. No. Goon means something else, and it's a lot of cum on somebody's face. No, I told you we weren't wanting to go there, but I get, fuck you. That I don't reminds, need. That, this I don't need you to bring up cum. Roommate I had in college who would always say, "Oh, that was <laughs> the money shot." <laughs> Why are we talking about? God damn it! Stop! No, no. we would play. Uh, every, we every episode, in our living room in college. Talk about we were, like <laughs> we just, playing golf. We, we tried to round a corner and be professional people about this, and now we're just talking about cum. What the fuck? So, <laughs> He's playing golf. So do you think get on the green? He's like, this "That is, was a money is, shot." This like, is a hey, Pig Rants episode. The professionality is out of the window. Oh my god! So, uh, <laughs> I have to know: is dick skin? Does it glow under? <laughs> oh god! The the amount of conversations and like 
like mid-tier gear that I see where people are like, my stuff glows under night vision. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, you washed it and died. Yeah, it glows under night vision. <laughs> no, buddy, that's actually all the cum on your shirt. Like, you nasty. My bad. <laughs> um, but Why is it I mean, all around the top of your shirt? Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is it on your face? <laughs> Why is your face glowing? Your collar's like just glowing. <laughs> like, oh god. <laughs> average ping rant. This is like the episode <laughs> of Vintage uh, Warfare where we l- learned that you could unlock your phone with your dick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if we ever aired that one, actually. It's, it's, like, it's not aired yet, it's on the itinerary. Yet. Um, uh, no, there's something else I talked about that one on, but yeah, no, you can oh, use the comes up a lot for you. You, you can use your, uh, you can yeah. use the head of your dick to unlock your iPhone. Oh well, yeah, because Face Amazing. ID works on Face ID works on the infrared scanner. So if you if if you have a night vision unit, and I've said this many a times, if you're trying to find your phone and it's face up, if you just like text your phone and look around with a PBS 14, you'll see it you'll flash. See it light up. Oh, we'll yep. see now. It's probably it's probably worth buying one. I mean, yeah, just to, just to find your phone. <laughs> yeah, legitimately, uh, three thousand dollars so you can find your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the air tag. You you could your phone. <laughs> Never mind the idea of like having an Apple Watch or something. You know, you just buy PBS fourteen. Just hang it, yeah. Like, but yeah, fucking night vision culture is cool. There's a lot of cool stuff about it. I have no problem with people owning cool shit. But at the same time, like, if I it think, becomes all you're talking about and doing, it's like... I think the coolest thing about Night Vision is the people that post uh, women wearing, like, a, a t-shirt with a skull on it. You know, like, at a laundromat or something wearing Night Vision. It's probably my favorite part of Night Vision. Yeah, they're, they're doing mm. laundry at a laundromat because they couldn't afford a home unit with their uh, purchase. <laughs> There's that one dude that posted his girlfriend with a butt plug thinking he was hot shit, and then uh, everyone was like, dude, this is what? really fucking cringe. Excuse me? It was like what? tactical walkers. Yeah. His, uh, what the like, fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, no. He posted it, he posted oh, it on let, Facebook. Let, let, let me let me tie this back into the Lucas episode. Lucas made that comment of night vision is queer, and when he made the night vision is queer comment, he wasn't talking about night vision itself. He was talking about all the cringy shit that people do with night vision. Well, this is the same thing that happens with guns, and it happens with everything else, right? Like, guns attract retards. Night vision attracts retards. Cars attract retards. And so you get this thing where people find this cool thing, and they want to tell you how cool their thing is, and they don't have a good way of telling you how cool their thing is, other than just being cringe and retarded. And I was going to say, and then the, the tism takes over, and they're like, look at my girlfriend wearing my nods, and it's it's so awesome. And it's like, no, man, your girlfriend is not a model. And I, I'll bring this back to mid-tier snobs, uh, and I know a couple of you are in mid-tier snobs, and when I mention what, what happened, uh, and one of the things that spurred me on for this episode, uh, You'll be like, oh yeah, that was that was bad. 
So there was a dude in mid-tier snobs that posted a SCAR 16S with no optics on it, nothing on it, just base rifle. And his wife dressed up in fucking skimpy-ass lingerie and posed with the rifle, and then he cropped her head out of the picture. And that was his way of flexing, my rifle is better than all of yours, because my wife my wife will sit here in lingerie and post it. And this is one of the few times I was proud of mid-tier snobs, because everybody drugged this dude. And was like, dude, this is, like, and he made it worse for himself, because it was, he was like, it was her idea, she wanted to see the comments and the reactions, this, and everybody was like, the- that is big... Big fucking cuck energy. Like, you are a fucking cuck because you're getting off on what dudes are saying about your wife. No, it was a tan gun. I have a screenshot of it, and I will gladly share the screenshot for when this episode drops. Like, we can horny bonk people later for it. But, like, the same. So the rifle is the same color as his wife? Like, like. People went onto his pro, like his like actual Facebook profile where his wife was like posted, and like there was a reason her face was cropped out. She was very much a butterface, and it was like, oh, yeah, okay, oh, I see why. Oh, <laughs> I see why oh, his face is uh, is posted out of this, and like it, this is one of the few times I'm proud of mid tier snobs because he got drugged, and then anybody that made like sexual comments about his wife got kicked out of the group. It was like, nope, that's not allowed here. Bye. <laughs> Take no, that no, shit back to no, AR fifteen nation. <laughs> no, no horny here. No horny. No horny here. Uh, what gun? Am I right? Nation. Remember, rem- remember, everyone. No horny. Hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll share it in general while we're while we're recording this, so you guys can you guys can see this I, and I, react I, to I, it. I don't know if I want to see this, but we're going to. It, no, it, we're going to see this. You guys are going to react to it. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Oh no, this is gonna get worse. Than, this is gonna be worse it, than it, I it, It's a scar seventeen. I'm sorry. It's a scar seventeen with a vertical grip on it. <laughs> Oh, let me see this. Oh, no. Oh, I was thinking of a different... Oh, no. The the disclaimer at the end. Disclaimer, this was her idea. She's looking forward to the comments when she gets off work in the morning. Oh, no, buddy. 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 No. You can't do this to her. You are... Fucking cuck. <laughs> no. Why? I, I feel like I'm like fucking back in the Conahay to Interstellar, like looking at that and being like, <laughs> no, did, you see, did, did you see Harambe's comment? Just gross. Why? I'm not even redacting the dude's name. The dude could get drug for this. He posted it on the internet, so... (laughs) Like, this one God, dude, you can't can't be like this. Like, he put the shit in the two stops. Thought it would be a good idea. And the only comment I put on it 
is I have a Facebook group that I'm a part of just for scars with no optics. <laughs> it's like it's like if I had a dollar for every opticless scar I see, I could buy an optic for a scar. <laughs> so like the only thing I could think to comment. I had a dollar for every scar that had no optics or a, a terrible optic on it. I could buy an optic that wouldn't get killed by a scar. <laughs> no slings. I never see scars with fucking slings. She never slings. Honestly, I have, but like it's no, you have. I, <laughs> scars with scar, scars with optics and slings are a myth and they don't exist. They Some Mandela. Exist. They exist. Those people don't post pictures like this on the internet. This picture has to go when we announce this episode. This has to be in the pictures for this episode. Because it is fucking hilarious. And I don't care if the dude's name gets redacted out of it or not. He he gonna, I'm going to redact. I want to redact his name because I don't want more <laughs> bullshit than we get already. But holy <laughs> fuck, man. He deserves holy fuck all you. <laughs> you can't be like this. You, you can't do this. She was such a butterface, like, too. Like, oh, no. like, oh. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I said, I, I had so much light. hope for you. Bad I had so much hope light. for you in the future. Your future was so bright, Streamlight. It was at least a thousand lumens. And now this. For anyone listening, how, Streamlight how HLX said would. <laughs> No. Oh, he's double. He's du- he's doubling. Down. He's gonna triple down. I bet you. He's doubling hang down. Posting the meme. Let me let me find the dude's <laughs> wife. She, she might be Jewish. That's me right now. That's how I feel. Everyone's getting after me. Okay, so he cropped her face out, and I don't want this picture to post like when when we do the episode. We won't this, post her this, face. We won't post her face. But like. Let me post her face and let me tell you why her face was redacted out of that picture. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we might have to cut all this. That might have to oh, all be cut gonna... out. We might. <laughs> we can't. Just stay. We can't. Just stays. <laughs> We'll write, we'll, we'll redact his name out of the picture when it gets posted with the, the cringy scar. <laughs> God damn, you might, yes. <laughs> you, might, you might be, you might be a little mean on that, but I don't know what's, I don't know what's like. I don't know what's more warped, the dude's perception on like the positivity of what he thought he would get in the comments, or like his hairline receding. Like, guy's got confidence. I'll give him that much. <laughs> a LeBron James oh, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I can't believe he did it and fucking wild. But at the same time, you do you, Boo Boo. Like you're apparently living the best life you could want. So like I can't I can't get mad at him. Like I really can't. If he if he wants to actually live this life this way and he feels happy about it, fine, man. Fuck it. Like it's not worth my effort. I, I can't I can't ever. I can't ever be like imagining telling your girl like, "Hey, 
you know what we should do? We should just like totally you should put some lingerie on and just hold the new scar I bought. Like you no. you you're, you know what Cassie would do if I asked her to do that for me? She uh, would brutally murder me. <laughs> She'd slap the shit out of you. She would slap the shit out of you. No, she would slap the shit out of me. She would brutally murder me. <laughs> she just opened the screen door and she's nodding yes. <laughs> she would brutally murder me for asking her to do You know what that. you need to do you know what you need to do is you need tonight you just need to like walk in and hand her the bedelli and and some laundry and say, you know what to do, babe. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's gonna end up like his fucking instructor and just get a butt stock to the fucking stomach. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna get hit in the head with another rock. Another rock just right to the back of the dome. <laughs> <Another rock. laughs> well, like, okay, what makes hey, you baby. wake up like, you know, hey, mm, what will I do today? What will I do today? Mm, post naked pictures of my wife online. I, I will I will post laundry pictures of my wife on the internet today. Like, who thinks like this? And I sure hope hey. the boys get enjoyment like hey 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 like here's how cassie reaction goes if i do that hey baby here's my m1014 your bodysuit and your fishnets take a sexy picture with these (laughs) me immediately shot in the chest with horny critical critical defense double up block (laughs) 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 the program life.exe has stopped running <laughs> Immediate exit server permanent. So like, and I remember when this was all happening. I showed Cass, and I was like, "Dude, you have to see this." And she looked at it, and the first words out of her mouth were, "This is the biggest cuck energy I have ever seen in my life." <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just, I don't know how you wake up in the morning and be like, yeah, that's the idea. That's what I'm going to do. That's what, that's what's going to get me, get me ahead. Man, I love all these I'll push my wife in lingerie. Like, it is entirely one thing if you're just, like, hanging out with your wife and cleaning your gun and she's like, oh, hey, let me pick that up. And it's, that whatever. If it's don't a private sh- thing. Yeah, don't yeah. post it on the internet, man. Like, you don't have to tell the- <laughs> Like, you literally do not have to tell the internet your whole life, and yet this guy's just like, anyway, so I bought a new rifle. Hey, babe. <laughs> that's kind of that's like, the same energy. <laughs> uh, go ahead, Ping. I'll, I'll finish the fucking thing. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to say, half the comments in there were just talking about how, like, it had no optic on it. <laughs> like, everybody's <laughs> like, where's the optic <laughs> Imagine just trying. Imagine trying to post a picture showing off your wife wife's boobs, and literally everyone's roasting you for not having an optic on your rifle. <laughs> five five six. You're gonna say something? Jesus Christ! Well, we're gonna stop that one there. Hey, cut that. We can cut that. We can't have that in there. Twenty-seven. We can have that in there, but we can't. We can't indulge any further. Otherwise, I'm gonna get a fucking pee yeah. slap. No, we can't. Like, but holy shit! Like, you could, ma'am, you could save that comment for therapy. <laughs> that's that's something that your therapist should hear. No, nah, we're we're cut. We're cutting the hat. That's getting cut. We, we can't. We can't. We can't. We yeah, can't. That, that one's going. I think. 
I think that one is silly, so maybe it no, goes on the Patreon. No, that's we don't good. have one. We have a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just spreading misinformation. <laughs> Goddamn Russian bot. That's Dude, I, I'm all for cutting that one. <laughs> people will here's ask reminder, me like, questions here's... about the podcast all the time and it's like dude i have no idea what's going on here's this a reminder is... to everyone <laughs> I'm just here's here. a reminder to everyone about the podcast uh if you take us super serious on this uh we're gonna wrong. make fun of you <laughs> you're wrong none of us is that deep it never has been that deep i i do this because it's fun it's fun to shit post with the boys um and every now and then we get to have cool guests on this is not one of those times. We get to no. say silly stuff right now. We are being this silly is... and documenting it and regrettably documenting it and putting it on the internet. Regrettably and... documenting it. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that, it's really what it is. And there's no other ways to say it. Like uh, Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what did the instructor say when you hit him in the... He threw a rock at him. The, he threw a rock well, at him. What are you well, he threw a rock at my helmet. Also, <laughs> you, you also didn't catch the part where the instructor said, and if you ever try to make me pose in lingerie with a scar. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine the instructor was like, oh, my stomach is almost like eating a Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh, it's almost as bad as a Chinese Amari. <laughs> oh, did did uh did you we guys like quite my literally uh, covered joke? every end of the spectrum right now? We did full circle. We did a full circle there. It was lovely. Oh, can this I go is back what to I like about this is on like food No, you that, can't because I'm going to uh, say this is how Ping Rants episodes go, and this is why we like Ping Rants episodes. <laughs> Who's we? I think my story's very funny, me. but okay. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't. I just had to get my piece out. Did you find a cool Okay, bug five, five, six. Go ahead and tell your story. Um, no, this happens uh, in, in terms of, like, food that, you know, is, like, preserved for a while or, like, mass-produced. Um... I was working at a uh, summer camp on like general staff. It was like counselors, general staff type deal. And uh, the kitchen staff made tacos for us. And we found a, uh, a thing of like the fruit smoothies. Uh, so we, we used like an entire bag of the mix. Uh, everyone was just drinking a fuck ton of the smoothies. And then next day was just miserable. Like we all had the shits, and we found out that uh, the smoothie base was pear juice. See the things that we say, the things that we say on this show. Y'all don't realize that I've personally been asked questions like face to face about Ethan's piss bucket. <laughs> yeah. It is real. I, Same. I got asked real. about that at the it's Purist real. match. I got asked about that at Childerberg, and I'm like, uh, yeah, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> when, I did that, 
When and, I did that PRS match earlier this year, that was one of the questions that came up. Is is the piss bucket real? And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, the piss bucket Badly. is real. Cue <laughs> that, like, uh... The funniest part about this, I, about, I, th- I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on an episode that's gone out, uh, but one of the guys at Childerberg, uh, he, like, stopped me and I was like, oh, hey, uh, how do you know the Seabernart guys? And the kind of told him that I did some guides for them. And he's like, oh, wait, I know who you are. He's like, your voice is deeper in person. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then, like, one of the other questions he asked me, he's like, is the piss bucket real? And right as he asked me that, uh, Childerberg is a weird event. Um, it's, I honestly, like, would recommend going. And kind of not. It's it's a bunch of hippies, and there's just this weird contingent of like anarchist gun people, and that's that who I was hanging like out with. Kind of, sounds like my kind. You actually of would probably enjoy the shit out of it, honestly, Ping. You'd probably enjoy it more than anything else. Like it, it would, it would be a fun time for you. Um, but so everyone was like hanging out, and one of the guys was like, "Yeah." Um, so, question for you about the podcast. Is the piss bucket real? And this one poor lady <laughs> who was standing in the middle of our like crowd of like idiots, and like because we had this little like camping chair circle standing there, she's just standing there talking to us, and she's overhears this guy ask me with a straight face. So is the piss bucket real? And I just kind of look over and I'm like, yeah, it's real. And this lady just looks at me with the most confused look on her face, like, what the, what in the fuck so, am I walking into? <laughs> so, so I have to ask. Since I've now bought a home and I'm not going to be in an apartment anymore, am I obligated to have a piss bucket? Yes. God damn. Oh. Okay, I'll, I'll get a piss bucket. That's what makes it your home, our house. <laughs> like, listen, a house is just a, a, a building you live in with a garage, okay? But this a is a piss bucket, bucket home. A, a piss bucket makes it a home. <laughs> You gotta put the uh, you have to put the white girl font font on the. See, I want a sticker. Yeah. I want like a, sti- a sticker or a sign. Live laugh piss. Live laugh piss on the wall in the garage. Dude, that, that could needs be a, to go on the cloning no. correct. Fucking. <laughs> I was gonna say that needs, that oh needs to God, go on. Dude. That needs to go on the merch store. Live, laugh, piss. Sticker. Well, we were supposed to have piss buckets for. <laughs> the piss bucket supplier back. Oh, God's uh... greatest piss bucket salesman, right here. <laughs> Does it is a is a Homer bucket okay? Can I use the Homer bucket as a piss bucket? If it has the sticker, yes. Okay. I, I I seriously though like that is the weirdest I think probably the weirdest experience ever is one getting like told the straight face your voice is deeper in person like wait what dude like I can relate because I went to that PRS match and the, the dude that was in my squad that like recognized me he, he was he's very similar he's like your voice sounds different in person I'm like uh Okay, I, I don't know what to <laughs> respond to that with. <laughs> He's like, "Are you really here with a gas gun with a LPVO on it?" And I was like, "Yeah, like I I wanted to do this match, and this is the only thing that I had that would 
that would work. <laughs> He's like, holy shit, you are retarded. <laughs> well, it's Dude, also everybody, really everybody, everybody that saw me walking around that day was like, really? And I was like, yeah, like, I wanted to do this match, like, and I would, I've been wanting to get into PRS for a while, and like, this is the only gun I have that will compete. And, uh, yeah, so, like, dudes are, like, sitting next to me with, like, these $10,000, like, custom bolt guns. <laughs> I'm walking around this fucking match oh, with a, I, I with, have... a, with a 6, 7, 16i with an Eotech Voodoo on it. <laughs> and I'm shooting fucking Winchester Contract over on M118LR. <laughs> Dude, I I was I, so I I have uh, a slight story time on long range because I've decided this next year I really want to try to get my hand into it because I a lot of those that know me know that I am a handgun autist to the extreme. Uh, I'm I'm a rifle autist, and I'm telling you, do it because it's so much fucking. Fun. Well, I I realize I kind of need to start putting handgun back in a box and just practicing it to proficiency and trying something else. So I stop getting frustrated and bored with handguns at the same time. Right. Like I, I just need to put it back as a thing that I have and I use for the purpose it serves and start trying to do something different. And, uh, I would also consider doing shotgun and getting into clays a lot more, but the problem is I just really don't like a lot of the snobby clay shooters, and rifles are more interesting. The, the, the old people at the old people at the gun club for shotgun, my ward. No, yeah, God, you want to talk about pretentious? Cool. They are either super cool dudes, or, the or, the, or they are just the worst not. people in the fucking world. Yeah, it's no... So I decided PRS is something I wanted to do, and Brownells had a deal that I could not pass up on. And so I decided I wanted to go for it. They had a, a Aero Solace 6 Creed. They were running it for, like, with this, there's a KRG Bravo stock on it, 6 Creed or 6.5 Creed. I went with 6 uh, for 1500 and they were throwing in a free suppressor when you bought Jesus. it. Jesus. So it was like 16.16 for a Aero with a free suppressor. I was like, this is a fucking cool deal. I'm going to get this thing. That's I really default. want that. Right? I couldn't get the deal to go like the website to process my payment on my credit card. I had to process with the like the discount. So I called their reps, got the deal, like got the stuff to work, got an order processed, like receipt in my email, and I was like, okay, cool. But they had to like go do some back end things to get the order to set up. But yep. apparently my credit card didn't uh go because of like a purchase limit amount or something, or they needed a confirmation of credit card that wasn't working. And they tried to call me three times, but I never got a single phone call on my end. So I was like, what the fuck is going on? It was like two weeks later. I was like, okay, guys, something's up. So I called their customer service line. I'm like, hey, where's my shit? Right? My FFL hasn't had anything from you guys. And it's been two weeks. And they're like, oh, well, the credit card didn't work for some reason. And we tried to call you. And we couldn't get a hold of you. So we just canceled the order. And I'm like, oh. Oh, fuck. Well, you can't honor that? And like, nope, that was a limited run uh, manufacturer promo. So we can't really do that. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that then. I appreciate you at least telling me. The worst case scenario here is I didn't spend money. So it's not like I'm losing anything. So, But I was was frustrated because I I wanted a 6 Creed because 
uh, I've got a polonium, and the polonium will work with the six creed. Yep. So I could have just oh. had a direct six millimeter bore suppressor for my six creed, and I could have just used that for precision long range stuff for getting started. I would just be able to start suppressed, which would have been really nice. But so sneak preview for the the listeners here. Since that PRS match, I'm actually in process of building a custom bolt gun uh, currently. Um, it, it, it's coming. It should be next year. And I plan on hitting PRS hard because PRS is like out of all the like shooting sports I've tried, PRS is like that one thing. Like my, It just scratches my tism. I love long range rifle. I love PRS. It's where I'm going to live. Um, so I'm currently in the process of building a rifle. I'm doing a Terminus Apollo action with a Bartline 6.5 blank. Uh, that's going to be chambered 6.5 by 47 Lapua. <laughs> because why not? Uh, Night Force Glass. Gonna have night force glass on it with a trimmer three reticle in it because fuck dialing. Why the f- why the fuck would I dial? You, you're doing all of dialing this. Is for poor. You, you're doing all of this, and you're buying a house. Yep. And you work at a gun shop, and they're a rep for a company. What are they paying you as veteran shit? Holy fuck! Do I need to go like break my leg in the army or something? What the Dude, fuck? real <laughs> real talk? So real talk. As a 100% VA disabled veteran uh, with a wife, one dependent, I get $4,000 a month tax-free. Clearly a disability is 100% mentally disabled. Yes. <laughs> that is, that is well, my, like, hey, 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 retard, you joined the military. Uh, you're obviously mentally retarded. Uh, so here's your four grand a month. Um, but at the at the PRS match I shot earlier this year, I won a my my prize that I took off the table was I get a McMillan stock at thirty five percent off. Mm. So it's going to be a Terminus Apollo action. Set up for AICS magazines and 65 uh, by 47 Lapua with a Bartline blank and a McMillan A5 stock with Night Force glass. Oh, nice. Set up, set up for a Surefire 65 suppressor. Um, because fuck shooting unsuppressed ever again at a PRS match. Uh, not only do you get a little bit of extra range out of your cartridges with a suppressor, uh, I just don't want to wear ears. Like, I, I don't want to wear my contacts if when I'm shooting. Um, and if you're running a suppressor at a PRS match, fun fact, when you're at the line shooting, if you have a suppressor, you don't have to wear ears. And I can hear my spotter calling my calls. Um, well, I just started the wait, which is fun because that takes. <laughs> halfway you, through that. You copped, uh, what did you cop? Stream I know. I got a polonium K. Be a good can. 
for the for the money, worth it. Yeah, definitely better than it. an eighteen hundred dollar RC three. <laughs> Are we going to talk about that? I kind of want to talk about that. Let's talk about that. Let's, let's, let's start go with the into fact that. that. I hate people that are dick riding it already. Like, and it's it's an interesting thing. So I I think Surefire tried their best to come up with something that would fit what they do as a brand. And, and you know, it's going to be through. built like a tank. It's going to be built fine. It's going to be a well built suppressor, and it will sound just fine. And it will be. What they what want it to, is what they, it's going to be as advertised. It's just I think the price, especially when you compare it to something like a Flow Five Five Six K, for the same like for the same performance metrics, relatively similarly, it'll be very similar in performance at least as far as what it does for the so, shooter. Not to and, mention what the new the new cat cans, whatever those end up being like. But we don't twelve hundred thirteen hundred dollars. I don't have any experience with the cat cans. Nobody has well, any experience with them no. yet, except for Jay at Pew Science. But, but at the PRS match, there was a Huxworks rep, and he had an eleven five Noveski with a a Flow five five six K on it, and everybody that listens to the podcast knows I'm a Surefire can guy. Like, I love the Surefires. That Flow 556K on a 11.5-inch Noveski sounded better than my RC2 on a 10.3. So, I just had went to a range day recently, and they had a booth for the guys uh, from Huxworks. And this is right after the new Ventum was released. So I got to shoot the new Ventum. And I also shot the Flow 556K. And then also at the same event, the guys from Reardon Manufacturing were there. So they had the new Liberty Precision Torch. They had some other cool stuff there. So I got to shoot a bunch of different things side by side. And I got to really get a feel for shooting a bunch of different suppressed guns. And like with suppressors that I haven't had a chance to really get my hands on. And... What I found with the Flow 556K is that thing is incredibly impressive on a 10.5. And they had it on this, um, you guys seen the Fold AR? Where the yep. barrel can fold up next to the thing. Yep. That gun with that suppressor makes so much sense. I don't care what people say about like the folding mechanism. That gun, if you were to talk about a rifle that you could actually give to a, a school resource officer for like a cop, it's the best idea. Absolutely, they could, they could carry that thing in any given backpack, like a normal people backpack, and it will disappear, and you'll have a suppressed ten five ready to go. Um, like you pull it out of the backpack, you lock the bolt, like you lock the thing in there, put a mag in, close the bolt, and you have a loaded rifle ready to go. It's pretty sweet. The Ventum, I shot it on a similar length gun. It was a short barrel uh, LWRC. It felt like I was shooting the same suppressor, and I couldn't tell you about sound because I was wearing ears the whole time, so I can't tell you what the sound is like because there's just no way to tell that. Um, but I just kind of felt like shooting it. I was shooting something that wasn't wasn't the same. It, I could tell yeah. there was a difference, and I could feel there was something different going on with that suppressor. 
Um, and then I felt that Huxworks played a trick with the Ventum at that event. And I don't know if this trick was something of a cost-cutting thing because they just didn't have necessarily the funds to pull off what they were trying to do otherwise, or if they were trying to be sneaky. Um, but I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I, what that was and let you guys make the judgment on this because I'm of two minds on it. So they have a rifle set up. It's 308. They have the Ventum on it sitting on a tripod. And they're like, yeah, it's on this rifle if you want to shoot it too. So you can shoot it on this 308 rifle. I'm like, okay, cool. And I fire the first round. I'm like, damn, that's like really quiet. Like actually quiet. And they're like, yeah, no, it's a subsonic round. And I kind of look over I'm like, a subsonic 308? Really? So and 300 black. So 300 blackout. Okay. And so then I took my ears out and I shot it and it sounded actually like if you were shooting it with a subsonic 300 blackout, it sounded actually pretty good. Um, so like, okay, that sounds fine. And then, uh, the guys I was with at that event, they all go and shoot it as well. And they're like, yeah, it sounds all right. You know, but I kind of sat there and I thought about it and like, I don't know if this is them trying to be efficient on, they only had the budget for certain amount of guns for demo guns to bring to events and because of that they brought a 308 and it was cheaper for them to get the subsonic uh, 308 ammo rather than buy a whole new 300 blackout bolt gun or if they were trying to tell people outright we're shoot you're shooting a 308 which is factually correct but technically speaking it's closer to a 300 blackout because you're um, shooting subs because they're shooting subs and they're trying to tell people they're shooting a 308 so they think it's quieter than it really is. So, I don't know which one they're doing. And I'm I don't lean, know how to feel. I don't know how, how I feel about it. I'm going to lean towards the second. Because it feels like marketing. like manipulation. It, it feel, That feels like marketing manipulation to me and... Full disclosure: I have, uh, I've, con- I've continued m- testing on my seven sixteen i. Instagram post coming on that shortly. Um, now that I have a Surefire RC two to suppress that with, and suppress three hundred eight, that's not sub. Is not that much different. It's not hearing safe. And I no, imagine talking about, we're talking about a gas gun as well. We are talking a gas gun and not a bolt gun. So, so you got port there, pop and, and port, all port of that, and, and, and get a uh, chamber closing and stuff like that. So you got those factors. Um, but I if you hold your sniper button, it, like and even taking it back to my wife's deer rifle. My wife's deer rifle is a suppressed six five Creedmoor. And for deer hunting, that is hearing safe because you're only taking one shot. Much past that, it's not hearing safe because you're still launching that bullet out of a out of a suppressed gun, and that suppressor's not killing the noise as much people think it does. No. Suppress 308 is not a particularly quiet thing. 
Also, no, it's not. Quality, also, it depends entirely on the quality of the suppressor, right? And then, I'm like, you know, on my my seven sixteen i, I've got a a seven six two RC two, and like, I'm gonna deer hunt with it this year because it's got a suppressor on it. And it's quieter, and I'm tired of blowing my ears out every year with my Model 70 and 30-06. But would I sit there and use it seriously without ears, without contacts? No. Because it's not anywhere close to hearing safe. Again, gas, gas gun, port pot. I get a lot of gas back in the face. It's obviously overgassed. It runs, uh, which is more than I can say about my Tavor, which is a <laughs> whole different conversation we could have about my Tavor and its non-concentric barrel and its baffle strike. <laughs> and why my my uh, Surefire RC2 has a nice nick out of the end cap now. Breathing hole. Uh, it reminds but, me of uh, something we were talking about is uh, one of these got one of those uh, saber uppers, like an 11.5, and it was like seven MOA out of the box, and the threads weren't concerned. They ran like, I think, 1,200 rounds of full auto through it until the gas tube until until the gas tube what? I, w- I would love this. He- I'd love to hear the story, but Skynet is saying I can't. Okay, the PSA Saber. Yes. One of these Facebook groups took one of those uppers, a 5.56, ran a shitload around. But apparently, out of the box, it was like 7 MOA with uh, non concentric. Okay, so threads are fucked up. So. Anybody saying PSA is now mid is clearly. I mean, dude, there's only five forges. I I don't know what they could possibly. There's really, there's only five forges. Yeah, there's only five forges, man. It's the same thing. It's all the same thing. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. No, it comes back to the thing where it's like the best you can make an AR. I mean, that's back. And PSA can't do that. So nope. welcome to not being mid tier because you cannot make a rifle in spec reliably. No, they can't. No, every, I, every I, manufacturer. I, I, I before we get back on that, I guess the question is: so anyone else have any other different opinions about the uh, shooting of a? Subsonic 308 round through a. I mean, they they. My my only opinion on that. My only opinion on that is it's 300 blackout. Yeah, and they probably they probably should have told me if they're not because I commented that it's quietly said, oh, it's subsonic, but like it's kind of queuing them up to say, oh yeah, like it's a 308, and they're like, oh wow, I can't believe my 308 is quiet. I think they were probably trying to be a little. I mean, there's, I'm sure that's there's more, a little bit of that marketing in there, but it's that, not like they were hiding that's it. That's marketing. And, and as I, think a I think it's a bit of both. I, I, I think that's kind of what it is. And, and, and you know what? Somebody that doesn't know to ask that or wouldn't 
care also is not going to care when they have the suppressor. Exactly. Or and it's I unlikely gonna, they would uh, even that, buy a suppressor. That's what I was going to say. As a brand rep for a company, like, that's where I'm coming from. Like, it, I don't do that personally. I put my guns in the, the hands of people and I let them speak their opinions on it. But there is a thing within the industry where people will do things like what transfer saying, like a 308 bolt gun with subs. And they'll be like, look how good this sounds. Well, yeah, it sounds good because you're firing subsonic 308 through a flow through can. Of course, it's going to sound good because it's a subsonic. Now give me some supers and let me actually hear what it sounds like with what most people are going to shoot through it. Mm-hmm. You know, when I put when I put my Phoenix pistols in the hands of YouTuber viewers and as a brand rep, maybe this is where I stand apart. I'll send a gun to somebody to T&E and I'll be like, hey, here's the gun. Here's the info on this gun. Here's the specs. Here's the MSRP. Talk about what you want to talk about. Because the brand that I represent, I know, doesn't need any extra kickback. Phoenix will be what Phoenix is. Mm-hmm. I don't need to hype them. I can hand a Phoenix predator or a phoenix redback or a phoenix drake to somebody and be like hey here's the gun here's the specs here's the cost here's how they're made tell me what you think and i know and this is the only reason why i agree to be their brand rep in the united states because i know it's going to stand for itself i know if i hand the gun to somebody and go Here's what it is. Enjoy it. It's going to come back positive. I would not be the brand rep otherwise. Now you're making me want to ask for a review copy. I will give you one. I I will send you my personal Phoenix. If you want to, if you want to, honestly, no shit. I'll say it on the podcast for everybody. If you want my personal Phoenix Predator, after it gets back from T and Ray, I will send it to you. And you can have it as a T and E gun and shoot it, and you can say whatever the fuck you want about it. Because I know I it's going to stand for up on that idea. That sounds kind of cool. I'll, 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 I'll do it, because I know the gun will stand on its own. Okay, it's I want to do the same thing, but with your, your uh, O3A4. I think he's going to respond with uh, eat my ass. <laughs> yeah, eat my ass because that's a <laughs> that's a different that's a different gun. I'll send you one of my M1s maybe. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> also, also I, have, fun- I I have good news for everybody. I just got I'm going to put a streamlight on it. So I, I have good news so, for everybody. My brother just texted me saying that he got his first suppressor approved. So everyone, hell yeah, nice. Yes, first game. I'm not excited for this wait because I'm not. Everyone's like, "Oh, just forget about it." I can't do that. Okay, no, my brother. My brother filed. Nobody in April. can. My brother filed in April, dude. 
Yeah, the guy the guy at the shop said that he had like forty percent done from March. So, so my my AEM five, I bought an AEM five for Gordon Cologne. It is the fastest can I have ever gotten back, uh, and it came back in one hundred and seventeen days. Uh, my my last one was my polonium, and that was two hundred and sixty. So if you can. If but you can find I, a for that, I was at one eighty ish for my turbo K. If you can find a shop that that does the full digital with like digital prints and pictures and all that, you they come back a little faster. Kiosk or... I did a yeah. silencer shop. Kiosk. Yeah, uh, that's what my brother did. Is he did a silencer shop? So and I think he. I so think he it, came it, back it, like that. It, if you, you find a, sh- yeah, Thank bless you. you. Um, if you find a shop that does the digital prints and the digital pictures, they come back faster. That is undeniable. Um, because, like, just side-by-side comparison, my AEM5 was done at a shop that does digital prints and pictures. It came back in 117 days. Uh, my SOCOM... Uh, my Surefire SOCOM RC2762 came from a shop that did digital pictures, but you had to send in paper prints. It came back in like 240 days. Yeah, so, that sounds about right. Like, if you can do the all digital setup, you will get your can back faster. You're now, not going to get the. This is you're not going to get the 90 day thing. If you do you mean when like when they first indivi- came you, out with if you the trust versus thing? individual, if you do trust versus individual, that will change it because mine was longer and yep. I, I did I didn't trust on my last suppressor. Um, if you but, if you do individual over trust, the individuals will come back faster because they don't um, have to review the trust. They like reviewing that, the trust. Takes that said, that goes for form fours. When it comes to form ones, trust versus individual does not matter. Rip Form 1 suppressors. Uh, my Form 1, my fastest Form 1 time was a trust, and it came back in 15 days. So, proceed proceed how you word. If you're somebody out there that's like, oh, I'm not going to buy a suppressor or an NFA item until until such and such act is passed where I can just buy them over the counter. Stop being retarded. Just buy the fucking suppressor. It's never going to pass. You're never going to get that. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't see that passing. Movie, no. Movies of spy movies and whatnot have kind of just that's just never going to happen. So, buy the suppressor, buy the NFA item that you want. Because the way we beat the NFA in the end, and this is unpopular opinion, is you play the fucking game, and the more NFA items that we put in people's hand, the more grounds we have to stand on with the common use argument, and the common use argument is a big thing right now. Like, when it comes to court cases to get rid of shit, common use is a big thing. So if we put 9 million fucking suppressors in people's hands and go, well, it's common use, and then attach the Bruin decision to it, we can probably get that shit thrown out. If you sit there on your hands and go, I'm not going to do it until that shit gets thrown out, 
Well, it's not going to get thrown out. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that, like, um, it also it gets to this argument of like when you get people having this sort of stuff in pr- proliferation and circulation, um, there is a hiding in plain sight aspect of it uh, in the sense of the uh, I'll I'll use the analogy of the camouflage that zebras have. It's not. The zebra camouflage has nothing to do with hiding in their environment. It's the hide amongst each other. Yep. Um, so if we all have NFA items with tax stamps and stuff attached to them, well, we all have that, right? Like we're all in the same category too. So then at that point, like, cool, they know your address, they know all your shit, but like they already did that. Like your cell phone's fucking tracking you, dude. Like your documentation of who you are as a person is immeasurably deep right like then, like so, you you, uh, you have nowhere you like i'm gonna finish my point of this you have nowhere to actually run as much as you think you do uh you don't or you're not off the grid as much as you think you are if you have a credit card and a cell phone um you are on the grid there is no two ways I'll, about that so i'll take it i'll take it a step further i just bought a house yeah like if you have, if you have a house if you signed a lease if you signed a lease in an apartment they know about that so right like for, they for know the, about all that shit like you have data I've you have got, information out there I sneezed the other day and I got an ad for fucking allergy medicine so you tell hmm. me you tell me how much it really matters that you paid two hundred dollars for a tax stamp and to let them have fin- access to a file of your fingerprints like so I'll I'll take this a step further. I bought a house. I wanted by anything that's watching you right now. Like you're listening to us, but you're being listened to. For those, the Wi-Fi in your fucking house is really capable of tracking you. Did you take your meds today? No, he's he's not wrong. (laughs) So if if I can get to where I'm going with this, I bought a house. No, and in signing the documents for my house. There was an interesting document that came up. There was a Patriot Act disclosure that says that I will be investigated for buying a house to make sure that I am not laundering money for a terrorist group. Because I'm buying a house to grow my family in and give my wife the life that she deserves. Yeah. So and I, I will willingly take a screenshot of that document and let it post with this episode. No shit. There is a Patriot Act disclosure when you buy a house in 2023. Yeah. So all that to say is. You're not as sneaky as you think you are. It does no, not matter if you pay in the it does not matter if you pay the two hundred dollars for the tax stamp. What matters is that you have the equipment that you need. Unless you like are doing everything completely off the grid, do not have a cell phone, do not have any electronic banking, and build a Ted Kaczynski style cabin in the woods, you're on the grid, they know where you're at. 
stop worrying about it. And you're not that interesting. Like, you're not that interesting that anyone's going to roll up. No. On you. Like, if you yeah. were that interesting, if you were that interesting, they roll up on you. Yeah, like, you're not that interesting. You're not that, nobody's, like, nobody's out to get you, right? But, like, you are constantly surveilled. Like, these d- devices that can record audio are constantly listening. Even uh, if you turn off the mic on anything, it's it's constantly listening. It's just how it goes. And so the question you have to ask yourself is, like, okay, like, it's in a certain element equivalent to looking at yourself naked in the mirror. Like, are you comfortable with what you see? Are you comfortable with who you are? Another reason you can, they you can away turn from your phone off and it's and, still listening. Yeah. Like it, it, and so what it is is like you have to accept the answers that you're accept the answer that you're getting here is that yeah it, it it's not like you are able to live off the grid as much as I want to, but like. If I, the only way you're going to get that is like if you live in a cabin up in the fucking mountains somewhere and like leave your cell phone and laptop in a lockbox like a mile from your cabin, then that, that's like solitude. But you ain't going to get that. And nobody's going to live like that. And you can't hold a job living like that. And I like holding a job. I like living. I like having a normal life. So then you just have to accept how you're going to move on. Right, it's not like a bad thing, right? It's a bad thing you're getting surveilled, but like, what are you gonna do to change it? Like, you can't fake my death. Uh, you're not important enough for anyone to kill Streamlight. I'm sorry. Well, I fake it. Even then, like faking your death, right? That sounds like a good option. But, like, you're still going to be on the grid at the end of the day. Like, you're going to have to do something that's be going to put you back on the grid. I, you know what I really want to do, guys? What I really want to do is I want to really, as a guest one of these days, I want to actually have like, a really good professional hacker come on and blow you guys' minds about this shit. Because it's... When you understand the, the full gravity of the digital world we live in, like, it's it's real. Um, I was gonna say uh, if we all went oh, to you're, identities, you're constantly on camera. Okay. Like, well, what every I was day is, you go somewhere, you're on continue. camera. Five, five, six. Continue. You you were saying something. Uh, if we all want new identities, clone and correct joins the uh, French Foreign Legion. Oh, good point. Dude, come on. We'll get we'll oh. get you know famases. We'll get baguettes. I don't see any downsides to this. No. Ma- I can't same. speak French well, so... They will fucking teach you. I was going to say, they teach you to speak French. You don't have any other options. Pretty sure you're not allowed to speak any other language there. No, you're allowed to speak your uh, native language, but they uh, they do require you to learn French. Y'all, y'all ever see the video downside have to learn French you're also seeing the video of Bear Grylls when he was trying to go through the French Foreign Legion process like their training camp nope he failed oh, no he did really good actually he he did he crushed it but uh, there's a video it's somewhere in like Algeria that they're doing like this desert training like for the entry level and 
fucking all these guys are walking out of the desert and they're like sunbeaten, dehydrated, heat stroke, like fucking hate their lives. It's just like torn up person, torn up person, torn up person. Bear girls smiling and walking, torn up person, torn up person, torn up person. (laughs) (laughs) He's just walking through like, yeah, it's okay. Like the man who's happily drink it happily drinks his own piss is like ah yes this is fine. <laughs> he's not he's not alone in that. Wait, what? I mean, that's because um, he, stu- he stayed in a hotel the night. Streamlight. We've been we've talked what? about this. You're not supposed to drink out of the bucket after you piss in it. God you, damn it! How do you empty it? How are you supposed to empty it? You pour it in the fucking toilet. Or behind the house. That is a waste of good piss. We're really about to make chamber pots popular again. (laughs) (laughs) It's all all full circle. Uh, Why are we like this? Jesus Christ. (laughs) This is the average ping rants episode right here. I know. We're getting back to our roots here, dude. Holy shit. Fucking all right. So I think we talked about this before the episode went live, but we didn't actually get into the idea. High point Olympics. Are we got? Are we all going to try to emulate this? <laughs> oh to listeners God. to emulate two hours, this. Two hours later, here we go. <laughs> here we go. All right, guys. Remember that topic it, we said we were going to start with? Well, no, we we started with what we were going to start with, which has been rifles. But yeah. Anyway. Right, so, so yeah, if you're still listening, if your brain is that fucked up and you're still here, you're gonna love this. I topic. know who you are. I've met you. I don't know why you still listen to us, but you're here. I was gonna say, met you, saw you at the PRS match. You're still here. You need therapy. Uh, here's the I don't high know what point to tell Olympics. you, buddy. But anyway, high point Olympics. So I saw this on um, a gun shop in Range Stories uh, Facebook group, and this guy was describing how he'd met a dude at his shop and he was he's a rep that went into this shop and he's this guy's talking to the guy behind the counter he's like look I need you to order like nine high point yeet cannons and the guy behind the is like I, I get yeah I, I can get them but like why why do you want nine yeet cannons man what the fuck he's like okay so I want you to order them and just put on the order list high point uh, Olympics and don't fucking put a name to him like an individual name i'm gonna send the boys in when the guns get in everyone's gonna go pick up their own yeet cannon and we're gonna have the high point olympic the yeet cannon olympics out on the farm and we're just gonna go out and fucking just do this whole event of just shooting high points for the whole day and it just gave me the best idea i was like this sounds like i want an invite to this i want to do this this sounds like a lot of fun so i'm definitely doing this with my buddies and i'm gonna encourage everybody if you can figure out how to pull off a high point Olympics, do it. Tag us in the videos of it. We want to see them. This is great. Um, I can't claim any credit for the idea, but my God, do I want to see every piece of evidence of this happening? Please tell us. So, boys, are we doing this? And what events do you want to see? God. <laughs> How far can you go? I think we need to do a hammer throw and discus. What is it? The shot put or whatever? Definitely discus. 
discus and shot put need to happen. Uh, triple jump, um, and it's like it's like a Ben Stoger drill. The fucking <laughs> you, you did a few silly ones. You do you do a, like you do a double you do a doubles God. drill you do a doubles drill and then after you do the you do a doubles drill with a loaded mag and then you <laughs> take the unloaded gun throw it in front of the line jump over a uh, like a hurdle of some kind then pick up the gun and load it with a second mag and then shoot a doubles drill. How fast you can slide over a gas station counter with it because the register won't open. <laughs> um, oh, do do a do a Duke Brothers, uh, hood slide, the Duke Boys drill, <laughs> the Duke Boys drill slide over the hood of the car. Um, fucking the one I had is if you have like a a creek or a river, um, what bobbing for guns. And so I want, <laughs> like, I want you to stand out in the river, right? Covering your eyes with your hands. And then somebody else is going to throw the unloaded gun in the bottom of the river. And you have a loaded gun on the bank. When you hear the splash, you can look, see where the splash is. You have to dive and grab your gun. And then get to the bank, load your gun, and shoot a target. I feel like, you know, another good event, like Olympic trap, mm. you toss one high point and you have to shoot it in the air with another high point, with another high point, with yeah, rat shot. I, like I was going to say, are we loading it with like shot. ball? Are we loading it with ball or are we loading that with rat shot? Well, I'm talking shot. about the <laughs> defense, man. I think rat shot is banned by the uh, anti-doping committee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say another one. We could see how uh, well you can shoot it out of like a uh, Buick. It's driving fast. <laughs> the the drive-by test. Nineteen ninety-seven Buick. <laughs> yeah, backseat Buick trials. All right, and on the sliding on the ops event, we have Streamlight HLX. <laughs> This honestly you can sounds totally like do Carnicon, high but... point curl. I know, right? <laughs> MS like, well, gets today a we're going to be testing <laughs> a high point's ability to withstand another high point. <laughs> this, or, this is either a Carnicon a really good video or a really bad demolition ranch video. There's See, no is... in between. The best way to do ballistic testing about a high point being able to withstand impact is to throw another high point at it. Hey, on Kentucky ballistics. <laughs> I had a I had a, J, a high point like JHP forty, uh, in like Marpat. That thing was so much fun to shoot. Drop tested against a Sig. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> I think Grantham already did that. <laughs> Drop test with a high rock, point, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, threw it at a rock. <laughs> slide broken. <laughs> that was the funniest thing: is the demo ranch shot one at the fucking chamber, and it still worked. But Grant threw him through against a rock, and it broke. It's like... <laughs>
But the, the Yeet Cannon Olympics is such a great idea. It is, it's been going around a little bit, but uh, we're putting it out here. We want people to do the Yeet Cannon Olympics because it is the best can, idea. Yeet Cannon can forever. Person, can the person who came up with this be named, or is this... Uh... This like is a, like third third hand source, so like I don't know the name okay. of the person that came up with this. I think additionally on top of that, I mean, make up your own. Feel free to make up your own events. Yeah, <laughs> please. All right, Just challenge out the there. Get out of the gun and make your. <laughs> <laughs> we want to see it. We want to see it. So tag us in it. We want to see it. This is the dumbest idea ever, and we need everyone to do it. Ruin your gun for my enjoyment. We want to see you destroy a high point. We don't care how you do it. Just do it. <laughs> because you can cheat the shit out of this and you could do the, the cheap handgun Olympics and you could do like, all right, under $300. But then everyone's going to be showing up with like Canics, Tauruses, and police traded Glocks. And it's you know, not really entertaining. They, you know what? The, nothing, the law nothing about would... like quality of firearms, the fun is just gone. I'm just going to get... I was going to say, uh, the law of diminishing okay. returns. <laughs> We've gotten so good at this that now it's not fun. I'm just going to find a really cheap red dot and get like drywall screws and bubba it onto the side of a yeet cannon. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Fucking, I'm going to shout out my buddy Sean. He had a a high point yeet cannon that he bought. Um, Like, it was when they did the Gen 1, so they just planted yeet cannon on the side of a regular high point. Um, he JB welded a fucking optic onto the top and then put a comp on it. And then one of his, he knew a guy and this guy was a rep for laser light. Um, and like Vista outdoors or something like that. Like one of the companies, but they, they, they can't try to come up with a, like a laser for the high point. And this guy didn't know anyone with a high point. My buddy Sean's like, I've got a high point. And so they put this t- like prototype laser on a gun. that says you can, if it's like JB welded optic and, a Zev comp. The comp is a Zev comp that evolved for someone. <laughs> That's like that. That right there is peak dynamic pie concepts. I know, That's right? Turn it's, so have many you guys, have you guys seen that video? Yes, that the, 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 the video. Dynamic pie concepts. Fucking high I point. Had ben, I literally had Ben Stanger on it. They had fucking Ben Stanger on that video too, and it was the funniest shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ben Stanger and Frank Proctor on that video. God, we need to get Ben back on and ask him about that because that's a funny. Yes, one. we do. <laughs> I need to ask him about dynamic pie concepts. Wait, is it is it Stoger or Stager? Stager. Okay, Stager. Stager. I've I've been saying Stoger for the it longest time. It makes no. Time. S- I was gonna say it makes no sense because it's spelled like Stoger. <laughs> it's spelled like the shotgun, but no, it's Stager. But yeah, it's no, spelled like it's spelled like the shotgun, but he doesn't want to be attributed with those shitty shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, do the Olympics. Do the Olympics and tell us what you did. We want to see it. And if you have any other ideas of any like dumb shit you want to do to a gun, um, just do it and tag just, us in it. <laughs> Just do us and do it. Tag us in it. Um, well, do you guys know say, who Kalash Boys is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He he has that gold uh, high point with the Benjamin's grip. <laughs> that's another. That's another peak performance gun. So I love that. solidly mid tier. <laughs> I love that. Uh, UGB got the 10 mil high point and put a fucking red dot on the side of it. No, yeah, the red dot on the side is maybe the best thing ever. 
We, I, I love that so much because we joked about this. We really joked about this idea at the shop, and we deliberated this for like, I think three months. We wanted to do this, and just nobody actually ever ended up <laughs> like letting us do it. And we never got around to doing it, but we legitimately wanted to do it. And then Bunk does it, and so. <laughs> First thing I do is I send that video to my old manager and I'm like, yo man, look, they fucking did it. <laughs> get get bunk on just for an episode on that gun. <laughs> I, we need him on again, honestly. Remember when I, he I wasn't uh, on for the last one. Remember when he broke the tolerance of his like ear uh his AirPods or whatever he was wearing? Uh he broke the tolerance <laughs> in the mic when he did a machine gun dump. Oh yeah, he, he walked outside on the episode and was like you guys want me to do a mag dump real quick? Let me I'll be right back. <laughs> it's like, y'all get that? No. <laughs> nope, you killed your AirPod. Oh my god. No, do have fun with your guns. That's the, I think that's the end of the day thing that I think everyone really forgets is that people yep. get like very serious about this. And yes, it's serious. We should be serious. But, but at the same fun. time, if you're not having fun with your guns, if you're not actually enjoying this, treat every gun it's unloaded. Step one. I'm you're always on the not, not endorsing always, that. I'm not, not endorsing that. that. Always pointed in a fun direction. The fun what would be direction. the most rewarding direction to point this gun at? And also, safeties are overrated. Most guns don't even have them anymore. I mean, why you? Why are you using one year old? Outdated. I think Brandon Herrera has that big thing with just have fun with it. <laughs> Dude, if you're not having fun shooting, you're not going to you're not going to stay doing this. No. Like, so you what's need, wrong not, with you if you don't have fun? Like, like, at the end of, like at the end of the day, we we argue about what's mid, we argue about what's high. We argue you, about what's you own destitute. I own is right here. It's very well, simple. You know, we 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 argue about what's destitute. You see the arguments in the face group book groups. But at the end of the day, have fun. Take a new yeah. shooter to the range. Pick somebody that's never shot a gun to the range and get them hooked on this shit. Well, because be at the end of the to, hard to browse Facebook between that and uh pictures of dudes' wives with their uh, low tier uh, setups. Optical if, you're, if you're taking a uh, new shooter to the range, be fucking careful with pistols. Holy shit, dude! Like, oh my god. But uh, but the, but that's where we are. Like at the end of the day, and and we we engage in the tism here, and we can talk about mid. We can talk about high. We can talk about low. We can talk about destitute. At the end of the day, the conversation comes to take a new shooter to the range. Take somebody that's never been involved in this to the range and get them hooked on the hobby. Because at the end of the day, for 90% of us, it's a hobby. And the more people we have in our corner with this hobby, the better off we are in the end. And they're never going to understand it. That's the other thing is that there's people who will never understand it or people from other countries don't understand us. And that's okay. They don't have to. But like I, I had this happen recently. So this is a little story time. Um, I was at a uh, nightclub near me 
and it's a pretty hot popular tourist spot and there was a obvious tourist from the uk and so they asked me they started asking me some questions about all sorts of stuff being you know the area and all that and then this guy's girlfriend just like immediately asked me, like, are you patriotic? Are you, uh, do you, because the gun problem here and like, oh my God, like it was terrible. It was a terrible conversation and they just never will get it. They're never going to understand it. So and that's one thing you can you just, say. That's when you just draw on them and be like, yeah, want to see the gun problem <laughs> firsthand? <laughs> I so, okay. do not endorse what? your actions. You asked her so, right there. He's like, man, I bet you wish you had one right now. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> similar, to, sim- similar to transfer story here. Um, it's no secret I work for an importer. I work for a shop. I'm a brand rep for a Swiss firearms company. Our FedEx driver for our route is a UK national. And like just like delivering stuff to us and talking to him. Like I'm this close to convincing him to come to the range with me and just to shoot something and enjoy the hobby because he's a UK national, but he's a US citizen. So he can own guns, but he's used to the way it is in the UK. And it, it results in some funny conversations because the other day he we were talking, you know, I was out having a cigarette and he came up with I our delivery. They, I think for they the call day. them fags over there. They do call them fags over there. I've been very ingrained in that. <laughs> but he, he came up he came up uh he came up and he's like, Oh, I see you're having another fag and I was like, Yeah, you know, it's break time. And uh <laughs> He was like, I had to, I had to educate a guy the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, how so? And he's like, well, I had to. He, he called it a gun, and guns aren't guns. Guns are naval cannons. And I was like, you know what? In the UK, a gun is a naval cannon. Like it's something that's attached to a ship or a fort. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. But you know, here in the US, we call them guns. And it's not necessarily a naval cannon, like, and he, he's not a huge, huge firearms guy, obviously, because where he's from. And I was like, hey, dude, I was like, do you want to go out sometime and and shoot some shit and, you know, maybe play with a couple of these machine guns we have at the shop? You know, let me know. I'll, I'll schedule something with you. We can go out. You know, I'll bring like the 416 or the G36, and you know we can we can have a good time. He's got, I might G- take you up on that. Did you say G36? He did. We do have a G36. Yes. Why is Streamlight posting his wiener in the group chat? What the fuck? Yeah, like straight shaft, dude. You need to shave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, man? Bringing us to the sponsor of today's episode, Manscaped. Manscaped. <laughs> no, today's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. Raid is infect your boy. If you join Raid Shadow Legends right now, you will in fact get thirty-seven bonus uh, characters or something, and an know. extra inch on your cock. 
I'll uh, I'll, I'll 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 take a okay. dig at Brandon. I'll that? take a, I didn't look at the contract. I'll, I'll take a dig at Brandon Herrera for this. Stop stop taking the raid. <laughs> stop taking Fuck the. Down. I'm gonna take a dig on, I'm gonna take a dig on M1 King. If, if Raid Shadow Legends gave us a freaking gave us money for a freaking ad reads right now, we would take it because that would be perfect. Absolutely, yep. ammo is fucking expensive. I need that Raid Wait. Shadow Legends. Hey, I was just saying, I better, I better get a piece of that ten grand per ad read. <laughs> we're willing to sponsor a, a schizo, a gun schizo, running for you know Congress. office, like. Raid we Shadow Legends have... is putting Brandon in office. How are imagine, we? Imagine on, the butterfly effect of we're going to get holy like, shit. A this is going to be the going... first congressman owned by Raid Shadow Legends. It's going to be worked into a bill. Wait, hold on, guys. Is he going to go up guys, to the podium guys, in Congress guys, and do real, an ad? Question. Real question, though. Do we know if he's ever done an ad for uh, War Thunder? He has not. But he has done an ad for Blue Chew. I mean... He's going to be up there filibustering and he's just going to read off, like, Raid Shadow Legends characters. <laughs> you know how funny it would be if he's filibustering and he just reads oh, off an ad for Blue Chew? Like, fucking, he's standing there and, like, and so to deny the funding, I want to further direct your attention to the sponsor of today's video, Blue Chew. If you've been having an issue with your erectile dysfunction and just goes on a fucking ad read, oh do you know God. how funny that would be? It just with a straight face does a Blue Chew ad read or a Manscaped ad read or something like that. On C-SPAN. Oh my God. <laughs> on C-SPAN. Do you know how funny that would be? That would be good. I'll be right back, gentlemen. That would be so goddamn funny. We're going to tell him to do that right now. We're going to tell him to do that because that's too funny. We need to have him back on. We we should. We really should. (laughs) Not in his car this time in a parking lot? Yeah. Like an actual episode. We could have 2A shit posting on saying all he says, man, AK's fucking suck. I'm going to go smoke. (laughs) Eat some cigarettes and just get off. Like that is just his Where's my American spirit, Brandon Herrera. <laughs> the AK's best part of that segment stupid. was that you could clearly hear like a screen door slam behind. Him. <laughs> <clears throat> hey, I, I'll I'll say it here, and I know a couple of people will get it. The real homies remember episode two. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna say why, but the real homies remember episode two. <laughs> that sounds like the perfect place to end it. Yeah, yeah. it does. So, yeah. on on that note, I've been your host tonight. Reluctantly, I'm in one ping. This has been the Clone Incorrect podcast, and we're glad to have you guys. Uh, seek therapy if you're a regular listener because you definitely need it. Good night. Oh, that and, would be a good uh, We'll see you the next episode. Okay, bye guys. Bye.